Welcome back to another devotional in the book of Proverbs. Today, we are in Proverbs chapter 22, where we will see a shift in Solomon's writing, almost as if he pauses in the middle of this chapter to remind us that we must trust the one true God. We must trust Yahweh. So if you've already prayed on your own, and if you've already read Proverbs chapter 22 on your own, then let's dive in. We start the chapter with some amazing truths about Yahweh. I especially love verse 2, which proclaims that Yahweh is maker of all, which we talked about in yesterday's devotional. We are in no position to question God, to question our Creator. He does whatever He pleases, and our response should be one of trust. He is the potter, we are the clay, and He does whatever he pleases. In fact, that is going to be the center of our focus today, trusting Yahweh. Now, this is something that is not new to us. We've talked about this over and over again in the book of Proverbs. We've heard it before, to trust Yahweh. And maybe you're thinking this book just repeats itself over and over again. And maybe, for you, it's starting to get boring. Even worse, my fear is that you have grown numb to this truth, to such amazing truths about Yahweh and His wisdom. You've heard all of this a million times growing up in the church, and so you might think and you might hear and affirm these truths that God is sovereign, that He is Yahweh, that He is Creator, that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, but truly, maybe your heart has grown numb and apathetic to such amazing truths. Maybe God's word has become an old song to you. It's like the first time you hear a song and you are in love with the song and you just play the song over and over and over again. You sing it loud in the car. You learn all of the lyrics, but then after some time, you just listen to it too much and you start to get annoyed with the song and you move on from it. This is what Solomon addresses here in chapter 22, and he is proclaiming the character of Yahweh, but he stops in the middle of this chapter and becomes very personal and addresses you specifically. There is a noticeable shift in his writing. It's almost as if he is a teacher giving a lesson and he notices his students are not paying attention any longer. He notices his students are just not caring anymore. And so he stops and he looks up directly at you and says, Hey, look up, listen, pay attention, don't doze off. This is important. So let's see this unfold in our passage today. Proverbs chapter 22, verses 17 through 21. It says this, Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise. And set your heart on my knowledge, for it will be pleasant if you keep them within you, that they may be established on your lips, so that your trust may be in Yahweh. I have made you know today, even you. Have I not written to you excellent things of counsels and knowledge, to make you know the veracity of the words of truth? that you may respond with the words of truth to him who sent you. In verses 17 through 18, Solomon is saying, Hey, are you truly listening? Are you actually hearing these words? 
you must incline your ear to these words. You must truly listen and hear these words. You must set your heart on my knowledge. All of these things require an active response. This is not anything passive. Nothing I am saying matters or applies to you if you are not truly listening. Wake up. This is not a passive thing. This is active listening. Incline your ear because your ear is the thing that allows you to listen and receive information. And after you incline your ear, after you truly listen, then you can set your heart on these things, on my knowledge. And if you incline your ear and if you hear the words and if you set your heart on this knowledge, then it will be pleasant to you. Verse 18 says, if you keep the wisdom securely in your heart and on your lips, you must truly listen and hear and set your heart on these things. And if you do, then they will be pleasant to you if you keep them securely in your heart and on your lips. This reminds me of Psalm 119 verses 9 through 16. It says this, How can a young man keep his way pure? By keeping it according to your word. With all my heart I have sought you. Do not let me stray from your commandments. Your word I have treasured in my heart, that I may not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Yahweh. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I have recounted all the judgments of your mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies, as much as in all riches. I will muse upon your precepts and look upon your ways. I shall delight in your statutes. I shall not forget your word. Are you truly listening? Are you keeping the words of Yahweh in your heart as your highest treasure? Or has reading and listening to his word just become a passive, apathetic, boring thing that you're just going through the motions with to win a free t-shirt? Guys, that's not important at all. The most important thing is that we are truly treasuring his words in our heart and that we are applying them to our lives. Next in Proverbs 22 verse 19, we see that after we truly learn about Yahweh, then we must trust Yahweh. Something we've heard over and over again. But Solomon is focusing on you and he is saying you must trust the one true God. Let's reread verse 19. So that your trust may be in Yahweh. I have made you know today, even you, even you. Who is he talking to? He is literally and specifically talking to you. This has turned personal. Solomon the one who wrote this thousands of years ago has you specifically in mind, is wanting for you to listen. Solomon is calling on you to trust in Yahweh, to trust the one true God, not just any God. You might say, yeah, I do trust in God, but will you examine your hearts today and truly determine whether or not you are trusting the one true God? Yahweh, 
described in his word? Or are you trusting a God that you have made up in your own imagination? Solomon is saying here, you must be sure that you are trusting the one true God, Yahweh, and not just the God that you've made up to fit your every need. Let's look very quickly at John chapter 4, verses 19 through 26, as Jesus addresses the Samaritan woman and basically tells her, you don't know the God that you say you worship. Let's read verse 19. The woman said to him, Sir, I see that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and you people say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, an hour is coming when neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know. For salvation is from the Jews, but an hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For such people the Father seeks to be his worshipers. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When he comes, he will declare all things to us. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Do you truly know and trust in the one true God, Yahweh? Lastly, let's read Proverbs 22, verses 20 through 21. It says this, Have I not written to you excellent things of counsel and knowledge to make you know the veracity of the words of truth, that you may respond with the words of truth to him who sent you? Lastly, we see here that after we truly know Yahweh, after we truly trust in the one true God, it is our job to share his wisdom with others through everything that we do. As we are pursuing wisdom in our lives, we are in turn sharing the truth and wisdom of Yahweh. 1 Peter 3.15 says this, But sanctify Christ as the Lord in your hearts, always being ready to make a defense to everyone who asks you to give an account for the hope that is in you, yet with gentleness and fear. My prayer is that you have not grown apathetic to the Word of God and to the truth that He proclaims in His Word, but that you truly cherish His words in your heart and hold them above all else. My prayer is that you know the one true God and not just some God that you've made up in your own imagination to fit your needs, but that you trust in Yahweh and out of your trust in Yahweh, out of your pursuit of his wisdom that you might share with others the wisdom of Yahweh and the hope that we have in his son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sins and who rose again three days later to bring us new life. I pray, students, that that truth, that the truth of his amazing grace has not grown boring to you. It is amazing and it transforms our lives every day. That's Proverbs chapter 22. I'll see you tomorrow for Proverbs chapter 23.